Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is January 12th, 2021. Um... I did write some segments for this episode, but and I might read off a couple of those segments, but you know, I still love doing this podcast. I just had to take a break, man, cuz you know, doing uh, doing episodes every day and just going through the the season that we went through, it, it was a it was emotionally draining. Um maybe I'm you know, too into my team um, from an emotional standpoint. Uh, but it was draining. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to take some time to recover. Because <laughs> it's, it's just, it's it's very hard to, to be a fan of a team that sucks. I'm just, you know, and, you know, Mike Norvell has acquired some players but i'm not going to discount the talent that he has acquired but where do we suck at and i've been saying this for over a year now where do we suck offensive and defensive lines okay the national championship was last night did you see alabama's offensive line or just one player in particular, Evan Neal. Did you see him? Future top 10 NFL pick dominated. Okay, that's the type of talent that we need. If we're ever going to be relevant, you can go get all the receivers. You can go get all the DBs, linebackers. Football is so easy. You can you can sit here and get on the board and drop all these fancy little plays, offensive and defensive plays. Give me five offensive linemen that can dominate and give me four defensive linemen that can rush the passer and stop the run. And the other positions behind those lines, I can just find average players and we'll go we'll win games. So what does that mean? That means that the offensive line and defensive line, to me, you know, are the two most important aspects of football. If you can't run the football and protect your quarterback when he drops back to pass, you're going to pretty much suck. On the defensive line, if you can't rush the passer and stop the run, you're going to suck. Okay? And – you know, that's that's what I took away from that game last night. Um, you know, all the talent that he has acquired in the last couple of weeks, I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna discount it and say anything, but how are you going to improve in the trenches? So you know, you you got basically a one-legged quarterback 
Okay, and I'm not taking a shot at Mackenzie Milton, but let's let's call it what it is. He's got one good leg. And he's one hit away from uh, that bad leg from being out again. Okay, so I think it would kind of behoove you to try to get some of the best offensive talent, offensive line talent that you can get. But college football has changed, my friend. I don't know if you noticed during the early signing period that Alabama pretty much signed the number one recruit at every offensive lineman position. And you don't do that based on tradition. <laughs> okay, that that is money at its finest. And, you know, Alabama, man, you know, they've got slave, you know, money they they've got plantation money which which goes back 400 years okay so you know they can pretty much you know get anybody they want and you know it's just a couple of things that have to be in place i mean you can have the money but your program sucks like oregon you know, they've got billions of dollars. They've got Nike. They've got Phil Knight, but their program sucks. And it's in a remote location of, of this country. You know, you'll get some guys to go there, but not to the level of Alabama. Um, you know, you look at you look at Clemson. Clemson has recently, in my opinion, acquired a private investor and, and, and has gotten a whole bunch of talent. But what's the difference between Alabama and Clemson? Alabama does it year in and year out. They're in the top three in recruiting every year where Clemson might do it every couple years. And that's the difference. All, Clemson is not getting the best of the best when it comes to offensive linemen. Clemson recruits um average offensive linemen and turns them into elite offensive linemen which is which is great but Alabama starts out with elite offensive line talent and turns them into top 10 picks when was the last time you seen a a Clemson offensive lineman drafted in the top 10 never so that and I say all this because this is where Florida State should aspire to be. I, I know we don't have that money. We don't even have Clemson money at this point. I mean, we suck. Um so I, I just don't know how you're going to compete. Um I think you've got a couple of good offensive linemen coming in. Uh, we missed out on the. Uh, I can't even. I don't even know the guy's name, but he decommitted. Um, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even gonna butcher it. But he decommitted from us, and I think he was giving LSU a look. And um, we've got a long way to go. Um, but I like what Norvell is doing, man. He has. I have full confidence in Mike Norvell to get the job done.
it's just um you know i i think at best at the best that this program can get right now is like nine and three i think that's our you know ceiling i don't i don't see this program going on another run like in the mid to late 90s i just don't see that unless <laughs> some billionaire trillionaire comes out of the woodwork and just he's a diehard florida state fan and he just starts investing money into college football at florida state that's the only way that's how it, it is to you every year it's the same teams alabama ohio state clemson notre dame or oklahoma teams with big time money okay and that's it and you're gonna continue to see those teams alabama ain't going nowhere um so it is what it is on that um like i said the only way florida state is going to get into this conversation is if I I mean you need money at this point. You you can't go into a kid's living room and sell tradition or championships or TV exposure. It's how much are you gonna pay me? Can you get me to the NFL? Can I start as a freshman? That's that's pretty much it. What are my chances of playing? My freshman year. How much you how much money you putting in the bag? Can you get me to the league? And listen, I don't have a problem with it. I think these young men should try to get the most that they can out of these universities and boosters. Get all that you can get because you might not make it to the league. And they're using you to to make money for, you know, the city that the, the football program is in, the university, the boosters, everything. So I say get what you can get. Um, and I don't think it's cheating. I really don't. Every every. If I provide a service, I should get paid for it. A legal service. And as far as I know, football is a legal entertainment, you know, entity. And I think they should get paid for it. And, you know, if Florida State, if that would ever happen, I think Florida State could could definitely compete with some of these teams then. Um, I mean, Florida State does have some millionaire uh, boosters, but. You know, they they don't put into the program like they should or we would have that football facility already. And, you know, it is what it is. You either want to play big boy football or you want to suck every year. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But I think uh, Texas A&M has big money too. 
And I'm not trying to go down that road with our old head coach, but look for Texas A&M to really be a factor in in these next couple years because they've got big time money. They got oil money. Okay, (laughs) they got oil money. And I really look for Texas A&M to be a serious factor. Um, so, um, we'll see what happens with Florida State, though. You know, I know I've talked a lot about other teams. That I'm talking about those other teams because I want Florida State to try to mirror what they do. And I understand, you know, Florida State doesn't have the money to do it. But I can hope, I can wish that some billionaire that loves Florida State just falls from the sky and just starts buying everything. I just don't think you can get to national championship status with the type of guys that we're recruiting. I just I don't believe that at this point. Um, and it's going to be hard to get those top offensive and defensive linemen to come to Florida State. You know, if Norvell would have went out this year and went, you know, uh, I'd just say if he would have went 500, if he would have went out there and went, you know, four and four, I think he would have gotten a lot of respect and he could have got some guys. I, I do give Norvell his respect because he's cleaning out the program. He's getting rid of these damaged players these um from the previous coaching regimes he's getting rid of those guys he's bringing in his guys and the one thing that i will say about some of the true freshmen that are on this roster they responded to mike norvell they went out there and played hard um i was really upset that josh griffiths didn't get a lot of playing time to a feely i like uh i like lundy I like Stephen Dix. Um, you know, a lot of guys went out there and played hard that were true freshmen. So um, you bring in more of those guys, you get them to buy in what you're trying to do with the culture and this program. And I think that we can, you know, somewhat get back to what we used to be. Um, I don't I don't ever see us going undefeated and winning a national championship. Not not anytime soon. I think it was, it's going to take at least four or five years to get to that. And does Florida State have the patience to do that? Because this isn't the late 90s anymore. Okay. And if these boosters are not willing to do what needs to be done to compete, there's nothing really to talk about. Because that's where it starts. You got to. It's an arms race. College football is an arms race. And right now, Alabama, you know, is just at a high, higher position shooting down on these other teams. <laughs> They're in an elevated position, man. And I just don't see it ending anytime soon. I really don't. So, one can hope. That's all I got right now is hope. So, um, I 
that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vaccines. And as always, go nose.